Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is episode 48, New Year's Eve Around the World. Uh, I wrote a list. I was looking up New Year's Eve and New Year's, Year's traditions around the world. <sighs> so many, but I I wrote down my favorites that we'll talk about. <laughs> oh, okay. Exciting. I cannot believe this is the last episode of the year. I know. Where has 2021 gone? Um, right. <laughs> Quite frankly, though, who cares? I am so ready for a new year and a fresh start and to put this stupid year behind us, honestly. Um, but I was also looking up some stuff as we were planning for this week's episode. Interesting facts and takeaways I got. Uh, yeah. Pacific Island of Tonga is the first country to celebrate the new year. Like, they're where it starts. Okay. Based on the time zones and all of that. Starts with those guys and then it just rolls uh, Mm -hmm. from there. And the Chinese New Year, of course, is February 1st. Okay. Um, 2022 is the Year of the Tiger. Oh, yay! Which, honestly, every time I think of it, all I hear in my head is Eye of the Tiger. Yeah. Very Um... rocky. I mean, I don't have any reason specifically for it to be, like, to be excited about it being a tiger. But when I think of, like, things specifically, like, to China, like, I think of tigers. Like, there's a Chinese restaurant um, local to us that's called the Flying Tiger. Oh, Um, when I think of China, I think of dragons. Yes, that too. That too, yeah. Also, another Chinese restaurant near us, the Dragon Inn. Also, yes, love. true. <laughs> um, funny, actually, we just got back today from vacation. We went to the beach for Christmas, and while we were there, we did the medieval times, which is like a dinner and this medieval like knights and horses and jousting and whatever. But mm-hmm. the food that they serve is like they don't give you any silverware. You just eat it with your hands, like medieval, I suppose. Um, but it's like, like a half a chicken and I mean like a pretty aggressive meal to eat with no utensils. (laughs) Um, but it made me laugh because when they serve it, because it's of course, you know, medieval themed, they hand you the baby chicken and like on your plate and it's, she's like, the girl was like, you know, baby dragon. And then like the potatoes, she's like dragon toes for everyone. Like the potato (laughs) on everyone's plate, like everything was a dragon something. Oh, that's cool. Um, and it made me laugh. But yeah, it was pretty neat. Actually, of all the things we did on vacation, uh, just real quick, I will touch on that. Unexpected treat. We got tickets to the Carolina Opry. Mm-hmm. And I was expecting it to just be like, I don't know, like a concert. People get up on stage and just sing and, you know, you listen to them. Mm-hmm. Dude, it was the freaking coolest thing ever. Like... It's a very done up show and they had dancing and singing and they changed out the scenery and the stage would come at you and like they started out very almost trans-Siberian orchestra-like, like very aggressive violin playing and you know, whatever and it was freaking cool. I don't know, except for uh, they uh, did the Grinch song, you know, the You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch and uh, there was a guy dressed up in a Grinch costume. We were in the first row. And here comes the Grinch. And then he sat on my lap. 
in front oh. of everyone, and then got up, grabbed a fistful of fake snow like styrofoam, and then threw it at me and Remington and Sally, and I'm still picking snow out of all of her hair, and my purse has about an inch in it. So oh, no. It was a, but it was a really neat show, so I don't know anybody ever gets down in the North Myrtle Beach area definitely check that out it was it was a christmas show so it was everything you know christmas carol themed and that's cool uh, that kind of stuff so it was neat something different and unexpectedly great um but we drove 10 hours today so i am so happy to be home i mean i love vacation but happy to be home just in time to try to organize this house to start out the new year just really on a nice fresh organized foot yeah um, I, I don't know. New Year's Eve here. What is your tradition for New Year's Eve? At my house? Yeah. I, I feel like I become a different person on New Year's Eve or maybe not a different. I don't even know how to describe it. Every New Year's Eve, it seems like there is some kind of full moon weirdness or something happening. Like I can almost feel a shift from one year into the next but it's hard to describe like it's not I don't know typically like Eric and I get into some sort of argument which we never argue but on that night we do (laughs) for some reason I don't know I don't know but it's like I don't know it's like some sort of bizarre happenings always happen on New Year's Eve but it is still one of my favorites so I don't let it get to me do you know that also prior to being married I got broke up with by, like, every boyfriend that I ever had on New Year's, on New Year's Eve. What? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Maybe they felt the shift, too. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know, but every New Year's Eve I had, like, date plans on New Year's Eve, I got broke up with every single time. That is quite bizarre. I'm not going to lie. Usually we make, I make some appetizers of some sort. It's always just the four of us here. Almost every year, I invite Tiff and think that that is like, hey, you guys should come and do this. And then every year, it's like, yeah, cool. That's a great idea. And then it's like, nobody wants to drive on New Year's Eve night and drive home. And I never think about that. So, like, I totally get it. But excuse me. I'm sorry. My dog is a lunatic. And come here. She is so spoiled that she has to fluff her blankets just so. And currently, she's trying to fluff the entire couch just like that. Oh, no. you can't. I don't know, fluff an entire couch. So I have to reel her in here for a minute. But it's it's cold in our house. That's why she's trying to get under this blanket. We, of course, if anybody has been listening this long, you know that if it weren't for bad luck, I would literally not have any luck at all. But we got home from vacation today. And it was so dreamy and nice and like 75 and sunny every day that we were there. Got home today. It is raining. It is like 40 degrees. And our pilot light on our furnace was out. So it is inside about 56 degrees but i just i feel like i just heard the furnace maybe kick i was gonna on. say did it come back on maybe i just heard a noise of some sort maybe because jeff is down there talking to a friend that works in that field uh trying to troubleshoot things so um perhaps that noise was a good sign everybody cross your fingers we get this thing going here because it's really pretty cold in this house um but normally we make some appetizers we Try to stay up late. Typically, I'm about the only one that makes it. Um, the year Mariah Carey had her meltdown on TV, I just was like, 
I'm the only one awake. No one is going to believe me that this just happened because I'm the only one awake. Like, oh, but that's one of my favorite uh, New Year's memories here. But something traditional we do that we've done since I was a kid is at 12, we get pots and pans and the biggest metal spoons we can find. And we go outside, usually barefoot because we're just hillbilly like that. And we beat on pots and pans and yell Happy New Year as loud as we can. Oh, that's fun. Well, my kids think I'm a lunatic about it. Like, the first couple of years that they were old enough to, like, do it and know what we were doing. Like, I just remember Gatlin saying, we're going to wake everyone up. And I was like, <laughs> well, no, they should already be awake. It's New Year's. So, we're going to go out here and we are going to scream Happy New Year. And we're going to hit these pots and pans. Um, they think I'm crazy. But that is something we've done. I mean, as long as I can remember in my life, too. So, I don't know. What other ones did you find from other countries that are fun? Um, in Italy, wearing red underwear um, to ring in the new year symbolizes fertility. So I'm just oh. wondering, like, if your plan is not to have a baby, though, in the new year, like, what do you wear? Blue? Like, know. the contrasting color? Are you like, Black. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, in Greece, green, do you wear green for money? Oh, I don't know. It's worth a try. <laughs> I agree. Um, in Greece, they hang onions to symbolize rebirth. Oh, um, I'm wondering if it's because onions are one of those things that like you can grow really easy and they come back every year. I don't know. Well, and I don't know if you've ever heard of the onion thing when you're sick. I have. Yeah. Maybe it's like a cleansing the. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm about to go out tomorrow, buy green underwear, buy a bag of onions. Like, what else you got? What are we doing here? <laughs> in Chile, they have mass in cemeteries instead of in Ooh, a church. Ooh, I like it. Um, so that you can celebrate the new year with your passed away loved ones. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I saved my favorite for last. Okay, bring it. In I'm Estonia, ready. they... Oh. Eat many meals that day. Not just breakfast, lunch, and dinner, dinner, but they have like 12 meals that day. Well, how do we get in on that? Right. <laughs> and like, what's like, that? The clock strikes another hour and it's time to eat again. Okay. Right. Um, I am I'm a big fan of that one. Um, and it says sometimes they will leave extra food on their plate so that their uh dead loved ones can have some of their food on new year's and i know here um in the u.s and probably other countries too um what is it sauerkraut usually pork and and sauerkraut yeah and i hate sauerkraut but we make it every year every year on new year's and i will say like as terrible as it is jeff makes it pretty good like he he dulls it down for me with some brown sugar and sometimes like some applesauce or apple juice when he makes it, mm-hmm. um, which pulls out some of that oh, crowdiness, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I also have been eating it now for, I don't know, almost 15 years of being with him. It's never really helped. So I feel like maybe this year is the year that I rebel and say no more. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's a big thing here for sure. Or I know some people do like black eyed peas on New Year's, like oh, some okay. Southern folks. I know that was a big thing. Um, for in the South, they do black eyed peas for New Year's, and I don't know. I just 
I love traditions in general, but I feel like New Year's is a big one. Here's another silly one. Years ago, and I'm talking, I was probably like three or four years old, and I'm 37. Somebody, we, we were at my Aunt Cindy's house for New Year's, and everybody was there. Family was always big on playing cards. So, like, everybody was always playing Euchre or playing Shanghai or playing cards of some sort. Um, somebody misdialed. This lady dialed the wrong number. So, they answered, and they're like, you know, hello, and she yelled, Happy Schnooshnir. <laughs> and I don't know why, but that's one of those stupid things that stuck in our family. So every year, also at New Year's, that side of the family likes to call each other and give a happy schnooshnir. Um, and it's <laughs> been going on inside the portal. Like, I have no idea why. It's really <laughs> random. And, like, nobody told her she dialed the wrong number. She just gave a happy schnooshnir and everybody else gave one back. You okay? Sorry. I just hear lots of banging and I just want to make sure there's no explosions coming. Um, but yeah, happy schnooshnir. So again, one of those just random happenings, but it's really stuck on that side of your family. Um, okay. Changing gears. Something I do want to touch on aside from our new year's goals and resolutions, something mm-hmm. I know we're both really excited about is we have a group on Facebook called. Oh yeah. Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast year-long stitch-a-thon, which hindsight, that's kind of a long name uh, as I say it there, but it's the easiest way to find us that you know it's our group. So it's the same um, artwork that we used for that episode last week, Um, but we want you to find our group so you can join us because we're going to be starting our temperature blankets this weekend. Is there a way, and I don't don't know, so I'm generally asking, is there a way for us to copy the link maybe to the group and post it i will post it with this episode i should be able to do that okay i was gonna say if not i'll post it in the comments of this episode because i was looking for a link and i was but i couldn't find one i was like do i need to go to like facebook.com like a you know what i mean like a desktop version to try to find it i don't know oh i think i smell heat thanks the lord please say it is that it's so cold in here. I'm sitting here with blankets on and Remy was walking around this evening and, and we didn't even get home until almost seven o'clock, but um, she was walking around this evening with like socks and pants and a coat and everything just walking around the house. Is that heat I smell? Smells like it. Jeff just said maybe. I'm so excited. But like, what are the odds, man? Who else does that happen to? You go on a freaking vacation and come home and it's like. And surprise, you have no heat while you're at it. No. I um, just wake up with no heat. Because oh, true, true. I, by the way, <laughs> was rolling over the freaking lockbox. So, okay, everyone. We're driving home today. And, again, it's like a 10-hour drive, which is just insane. But I have uh, a Fitbit Versa watch. So, Remy has my phone. She's playing with it on the ride. And my text messages still come through my watch, but all that pops up is not the picture. All that pops up was the text. And I'm rolling because it's literally like, Eric forgot to turn the thermostat back on. And I swear to God, it will never happen again. Thanks to this. And I didn't even have to look at the picture. I say to Jeff, bet money. It's a locking thermostat thing. Like <laughs> you have it work. So sure by is. the time she gives my phone back, I'm like, yep, called it. That is hilarious. <laughs> Um, twice in one week I keep telling him turn the temperature 
up or down on the thermostat. You do not need to turn it off. We're really bad about turning it off here too. And we did that last week also, but it's, it's because we've had this freaky warm weather to where you're like, what? It's 65 in December. Let me turn the heat off today because it's so nice. And then, man, we've done the same thing before we left on vacation. I woke up and it was like 65 in here, but it today tops it all, man. It was like 56 when we got in the house and it was just so cold. That's why I keep telling him. I'm like, if it's 770 and you're hot, turn it down to 67 or 68 or something. Give that a try. Not yes. turn it off, and then I wake up in the morning. And Everybody's got a sniffle, right? Degrees. Because so help me, if anyone in this house ends up with a cold or an ear infection I, or something because they slept in the cold, I feel like my <laughs> kids both are in that mode right now because we went from, I mean, it was eighteen degrees, or the real feel was eighteen degrees the morning we left. We went down there. It was like 70s the whole week. We swam and the pool outdoors was heated so hot so that it took Remy like 10 minutes to even work up the courage to get in the pool because it was so hot. It was more like a hot tub. Oh. Which to me was amazing. Right. Um, But like there was no like, you know, okay, when you normally get in a pool and you're like, whoo, that's a little cold. Like you got to kind of work yourself up to it. Uh-huh. Nah, this was straight in like a sauna. It was crazy. Oh, that's um, nice. But we went from 75 and swimming in a sauna back to Ohio, cold and rainy, to a house with no heat. So <laughs> I am full on expecting some urgent care visits in the next day or two. I mean, I can only <laughs> imagine that's where we're going with it. Right. Um, how was your Christmas? It was good. It was busy. I'm really uh, excited for this coming weekend to just sort of be a weekend of relaxing and uh, not... Yes hosting because we had my mom's on christmas eve um which she you know makes all the food everybody just kind of brings something also so i made a veggie pizza and took god that sounds so good it was good and then on christmas day eric's parents came over so i made a whole you know christmas meal for them um, and then the very next day I got up early and had to do it all over again for oh, goodness. my dad and sister. So two turkeys and all of the sides later, I am spent. <laughs> we did, least. um, turkey breast. Our, so our room at the ocean, um, had... Which was amazing. It had two bedrooms, but it had a full kitchen. And we took down with us turkey breast, ham, you know, green beans, corn, the whole, all the stuff. Mm-hmm. And made a full on Christmas dinner there. But you know me, and I just don't know how to cook for like small crowds ever. Yeah. It's so hard. by the time I got done, um, I made, ended up making two whole pans of homemade mac and cheese. So I took one down to the people at the office working mm-hmm. and that was good. Um, except for, okay. So just to prove my point here about this whole luck situation, forgot to tell you, we get down there, show up. Hello, ma'am. We don't have your reservation. Um, said reservation was made in June. So, like, sheer panic sets in. Thank God they still had, like, availability and were not booked up. Turns out there was a mix-up on um, some data entry. And 
they marked it that I was supposed to be coming in November, not in uh, December. Hmm. So got there and was quite you know me I'm a crier so I'm just like but we're doing Christmas at the beach like I was just distraught <laughs> because I was just like how is this happening um but it turned out okay and everything was everything was fine everything was fine you know um but I don't know it was it was a lot it was a lot packing everything to go to the beach including trying to smuggle these big ass we got the kids these um electric scooters Mm -hmm. they go like 10 miles an hour you just get on it kick it and hit the throttle and it just goes yeah um except for we had ordered them online to pick up at walmart like right before we left and i'm thinking a scooter like i mean it's a scooter so you know nothing nothing major wrong these things are like huge and barely fit in the car and we had to hide them in the bathtub at the hotel to try to like keep them away from the kids (laughs) i mean it was it was chaos so i don't i don't know next year we might do christmas home and like leave the day after or something um yeah but i'm really excited because i have been wanting to try the uh addy clicks interchangeable needles they are so the cheapy set that I got on Amazon when I first started learning, and I shouldn't say that. I mean, they've really gotten me through, but they come unscrewed all the time while I'm knitting. Oh. So, like, I'll have stitches, and then I'm like, oh, holy hell, the whole thing is off. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, even when I use the key to tighten them, it's just like some of them just don't stay tightened. And these ones I've been wanting to try for two reasons, because one, they are clicks. They don't screw in. They have a mechanism that like clicks and locks and okay. therefore shouldn't come unscrewed while you're knitting. That's like their whole gig. Mm-hmm. And then they have memory free um, cords, which is also something everybody raves on about. But um, square, they're called the, I think they're called the Addy Click, gosh, Rocket 2 squared long lace tip interchangeable needles is like the longest name ever but I don't like they have ones called shorties and they're only like three inches long these ones are like five inches long interchangeable but I got them and they came while we were gone so like we get in today the house has no heat we have a whole car to unpack and I'm like so is that the knitting needles though were they in there or (laughs) priorities here let me check out those knitting needles so that's going to be my goal tonight is to sit under this blanket and just check out these new knitting needles. But they're square, so they're supposed to be more like ergonomic for your, I don't know, for my carpal tunnel arthritis hands, I suppose. Oh, okay. Uh, they've got these bumps on them, like they're square and they've got bumps on them so that hopefully my stitches don't slide off. Metal needles are really slick. Yeah. And sometimes I'm cruising along and I'm like, no, 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 there's all my stitches. But like, you know, <laughs> thankfully there's some just loops that I can pick back up. But I knitted a scarf while we were down there for the general manager there um, at the resort. And I was so mad because I must have dropped a stitch at some point. Like with knit stitches, you can see there's just usually like two bumps. But on one of them, I was like, well, that looks like a hole and only one bump. What the hell happened there? But again, I don't know how to read my work well enough to like 
go back and pick that back up. I tried to look up some videos. A lot of people swear that if you take a crochet hook, you can like ladder that stitch back up. But I've heard that also. Yeah, I just don't know about all that. Uh, but Jeff was getting mad because I just couldn't figure out what stitch I wanted to do and whatever. But I mean, we're at the beach and we're relaxing and whatever. But as we're talking and all sitting in the living room there, uh, I must have ripped this thing out like five times. And when I found that drop stitch, I was like, damn it, I dropped a stitch. And he was like, please don't rip that thing all the way back out again. (laughs) And I was like, what? Why though? Why does it bother you? It's not hurting anything. So I just can't watch you do it again. Oh no. Oh man. I was like, well, uh, I mean, okay, I won't, but I mean, it's it's literally my free time, and it's not. I don't know. It's fine. Like it's fine. So I didn't. Have you but... decided on what color scheme you're wanting to use for your temperature blanket? No, I haven't. Because here's the thing. As you know, I have a sea of yarn upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, so tomorrow, I have it organized in bags by color. Yeah. So tomorrow, I'm going to go, because I, I was telling, trying to explain to Jeff today, um, I'm going to decide the color scheme basically based on what I have multiple skeins of. Oh, okay. So that I don't want to have to buy yarn because I know that I have so many solid colors upstairs already. Right. Um, that I figure, how many skeins of each color did you do for yours? How many did you get? Just one of each. And actually not even one of each because a lot of it I already had, but I'm just starting with one of each because I don't know what I'm going to use more of and I don't want to, you know, right. spend money on something that I don't need. Um, but I'm doing two blankets. So the one that's more of like a rainbowy color, uh-huh. um, I got more yarn um for that at the store because there was more colors that I needed that I didn't have. Um, but the one that's kind of like fiery looking scheme. Oh yeah. Um, I already had that yarn and I'm pretty sure that I have enough of it to where I don't need to buy anymore. So that's I just kind of decide on which one goal. I wanted to do. Yeah. I'm going to look at some colors tonight. Like I don't want to do primary colors. I do know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think I'm going to look like, some varying blues and purples and fuchsias and teals and white gray those types of cool colors maybe yeah um yeah i don't know i don't like primary colors just doesn't i don't know very i don't know very basic ish yeah um so i'm gonna try to i don't know probably cool colors i feel like i'm a cool color person Oh, like blues and things? Yeah, purples. Yeah. That'd be cool. Like some, I would almost compare it to like frozen type colors. Yeah. Maybe a lime green. I'm going to do for my primary colors one, um, like a straight across, straight down blanket. And then for the fiery looking one like I really don't know how else to describe it so I'm going with fiery looking because it's like orange and red and uh, black and gray Um, but that one I'm going to probably do a ripple blanket oh okay like your mint tealish one yeah okay Mm -hmm. and I, I think one I'll keep and the other one maybe I'll donate or 
something. I feel like I know this is a little far ahead planning, but when we're talking to people who plan by the decades, it's not really. (laughs) Right. What we really need is to enter our temperature blankets once we close them out 2022 and 2023's fair. Yeah. Explaining what they are. I don't know that mine would win, though, based on what was already entered into the fair. Like, I don't think, like, it's just, I don't know, it's very basic. The one that I am entering this year, though, I can't talk about it on here, but I want to send you pictures. Okay, I'm really excited about that. Um, And honestly, I need to just go ahead and get the yarn for it. Because I did get a gift card for Christmas. <laughs> so I need, to, I need to just go ahead and get it. But I've got so many projects right now that I'm working on. That's like, even if I get it now, like, I feel like it might be a distraction for some of the other things that I'm working on. That I'm like, I should just wait. Yeah, I shouldn't. But I'm, like I said, staring down these new Addy Click needles. And I'm definitely going to start something new tonight because... I have new needles and I really just need to use them. But then I'm also in the same boat that I'm like, but why are you going to try to start a blanket when you know that Saturday you're starting an entirely different blanket? Why would you do that? But, you know. uh, But you're only doing one row a day, so. I know. I really need to pare down what kind of stitch I want to do. I think I'm going to pull out Grandma's book um, of stitches and maybe try to find a new tougher stitch to do. Something to challenge myself with. So that by the end of the year, it looks really pretty. Um, And I need to figure out how many stitches across I would like to do each row. Mm -hmm. So I need to nail down those. That's my goal tomorrow. So we have to return the rental car tomorrow at like 11. Um, But then once I get back, I need to clean this house some and just get laundry going and all that from vacation. But. Also, like I said, I'm going to hit up the yarn room, so I'm sure I'll be texting you tomorrow afternoon and sending you pictures of different color schemes, but um, I'm really excited, so I really hope that, okay, listeners, find us, go to groups on Facebook, and just type in Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast year-long stitch-a-thon. You could probably just even get to year-long, and it's going to pop up, because I don't think anybody else got a name for a group like that, I can assure you. Um you'll see the different color stripe background is our cover picture and just request to join. Even if you're not sure if you're going to make a temperature blanket or not, or you just want to find out more about them, or you just want to join a group because you really love Sarah and I, and you think that it would just be fun to hang out in there with us. That's okay too. Um, Go and find our group on Facebook. And if you can't find it, message us at needles hooks DL um, on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. Who knows? Maybe tomorrow I'll get froggy and put up our second ever TikTok video. Um, <laughs> out of control. Um, but seriously, find us. Add yourselves to this group. We will approve you to be added. The group is a private group, but it's searchable. It's not like you can make them to where they're hidden, yeah. I guess. It's not a hidden group. You can totally search it, find it, add yourself, and we will get you in there. Um, and if you know anybody who else might be interested, send them an invite too, because the more the merrier. We're really excited to grow this group and just have fun. And 
Like, I was thinking about it. I'm really excited about this whole making the temperature blanket, all that stuff, too. Don't get me wrong. But I'm really excited to get to spend a year knowing all these people that we're committing to do this with. So, right. Um, I think it's going to be really fun. And I hope that you join us. But more than anything, um, I guess we just want to kick it off here and end this episode with thanking all of you, our listeners from 23 different countries. Over 48 weeks that you've been listening this year with us. Um, it's incredible. And we're really, really excited about what next year is going to bring for everyone and for the podcast year for our listeners. Um, we've got some fun things in store for next year, too. So thank you for sticking it out with us this year. Yeah. Um, 2021's been a bit of a shit show, if you will. and here we are so right um we're really excited for all things new years coming um if you've got a tradition we'd love to hear about that too so find us or you can talk to us about it in our group um at needle sucks dl message us there if you can't find the group again it's needle sucks and dirty looks podcast year-long stitch-a-thon uh just in your facebook group search there and otherwise we will talk with everyone next year Bye. Bye.